Oh, hey everyone, good evening. So welcome to another episode of Iglap. Uh, before I introduce our guest for tonight, we'll just wait for a couple of more viewers to come in. But yeah, our guests are ready to go. So yeah, today I forgot to bring my signature hat, but yeah. So yeah, we'll just wait for a couple of guests. And yeah, we're going to start our very exciting episode very, very soon. Okay. All right. Yeah. So, welcome up. Internet. That's a bit funny, but let's just hope that just goes. Okay, yeah, sorry about that, everyone. Some technical difficulties. Anyway, so for our first guest, she and I used to be office mates before in one of our company before. She is currently a practicing nurse in the, um, <clears throat> so she is a hemodialysis nurse at the government facility in Cavite. So let's all welcome to the first time in the podcast, uh, Jessica Orion. So, hey, Isai, how are you? Sorry about that. There's a delay with my net. So All right. So why don't you introduce yourself more to our audience for tonight? So I'm a registered nurse since 2013, and I've been practicing uh, my nursing career as a hemodialysis nurse here in a government facility in Cavite, and so far. Um, during my um, nursing career, I've handled so many COVID-positive patients already. Crazy. So, sorry, um, just for people like me who aren't really familiar what a hemodialysis nurse is, this is for people who are going through the dialysis machine, right? You're, you're the nurse who um, helps them out with that. 
Yeah, so dialysis is a treatment for um, patients who have kidney problems. Um, like um, the kidney is the um, internal organ that uh, filters the yung mga toxins natin sa katawan like for example yung mga drugs na ini-intake natin and other um, chemicals and also yung yung pag may mga patients na hirap na silang mag urinate they undergo dialysis or like patients na nagko-congest ng um, too much fluid sa katawan about that uh my net's really bad today uh, i'm not sure what happened so yeah sorry so dialysis is for people who have any kind of um, trouble with their kidneys right yes okay so, so you mentioned what's already what's that happened you during dialysis yes Yeah, sorry about that. I'll let you continue. Sorry, I think there's a bit of a delay on my end. In terms so of my what's happening during dialysis? Um, once the patient is diagnosed with um, kidney problem, um, during treatment, um, mag-insert kami ng needle to an access. It's either a fistula which is a vein and an artery um, and the um, uh, fistula access also there is a catheter that is inserted to a major vein like the intrajugular here in the neck and also um, there are uh, there's an uh, access like graft na ano siya um, parang rubber siya or like catheter inside naman sa patient's arm, something like that. And then after ng insertion, okay. uh, may way papunta yung dugo papunta sa machine to the dialyzer, which is the inter uh, artificial kidney. And then pag na linis na siya, babalik siya sa patient. All right. Wow. So that's that sounds so very tricky and difficult. I'm sure that's a very difficult thing to to help your patients out with, right? May times yeah, na right. mahirap lalo na pag yeah. toxic yung patient. Oh. Well, yeah, I think it's pretty amazing that you're able to, you know, help people out who need it. So, yeah. All right. So before we get into our topic, I'd like to introduce our next guest. So our next guest is a doctor. He took his pre-med in San Beda College in Mendiola, as well as his med. He is currently um, 
practicing in the Calamba Medical Center in, well, Calamba, Laguna, and the Southern Luzon Medical City in Santa Rosa, Laguna. Let us all welcome, for the first time ever, Dr. Green Recto in our podcast. Yeah, good evening, Dr. Green. Uh, hi, good evening, um, and hi to all the viewers of uh, this podcast. Um, so should I begin to say anything about myself? Yeah, definitely. Just introduce yourself. Say whatever you want to say about okay, yourself. Okay. Just so that our audience gets annoyed. I don't want to sound boring because, syempre, <laughs> medyo ano na nga tayo, eh, di ba? Medyo stress na lahat ng tao ngayon. So anyway, um, as well, as you as your introduction says, I'm a doctor. I'm an, an internist. I graduated from um, uh, JM, General Emilio Aguinaldo in Cavite, for my uh, residency training in uh, internal medicine. And to shorten everything up, um, I ended up in the dialysis center together with uh, Isai. Uh, we worked together to get. We worked together in handling uh, COVID-positive patients who are on dialysis. Um, mahirap na nga for them to be on dialysis, but more dadagdagan pa ng COVID. So, as Isai has uh, had um, explained, to shorten it, dialysis is just to filter the blood of the person for them to. Uh, to live a normal life. Kasi ang mga dialysis patients, siraan ang kidneys niyan, mga yan. So, dadagdagan mo pa ng infection ng, ng COVID. COVID. Uh, diba? So, it's um, it's a double uh, whammy for them. So, we are lucky enough to help these people through the help of uh, Department of Health and uh, together with other nurses inside the uh, General Emilio Aguinaldo KP Extension Dialysis Center. So all right, well, how, thank you. Yes. Yeah, thank you for that great introduction. So before we continue on to the topic, I'd like to thank our sponsors first. So first, I'd like to thank uh, uh, Shawana Shawarma. So it's a home-based uh, shawarma shop. So for anyone who wants to try a local shawarma, please give them a go. The next one is uh, Swagat Indian Cuisine. So if you want really good Indian food, just try out Swagat Indian Cuisine. And if you want... Locally sourced uh, coffee beans from Filipino farmers. Go ahead and try Koei Blends. So I guess for the topic today, guys, uh, why I invited Isai, then she was able to invite you, doctor, is... So last week, I had an episode talking about how people are affected by COVID. I mean, not infected, but more of, you know, trying to live their normal lives, working, yes. etc. And before that, I actually spoke to someone who was COVID, pos- COVID positive, but now she's recovering. Actually, I may, uh, may I bet on, on you on that. Sure. I will tell you a story of me being infected last year. Oh, wow. Okay, sure. Okay. So anyway, go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah. But please do tell us that story later on. So for this episode today, uh, I wanted to give our frontliners, you and Isai, really a platform where you can talk about both, you know, your work in treating patients for diazis and COVID and also your struggles as well. Because obviously as frontliners, when you go to work, which is in a clinic or in a hospital, Shempre, when you go home, you're afraid that even if, let's say, you take out your PPEs and whatever, what if you might give it to your loved ones and things like that? So this whole episode is really about you guys and talking about, you know, how difficult it's been or like for your case, doctor, that you were actually infected and things like that. So actually, I would like to hear that story first, Dr. Green, um, about you being infected and such. So why don't you uh, walk yeah. us through that? Oh, because, um, you know... Uh... The healthcare workers are the, the the first line of defense in this COVID, right? So the, we are the most exposed um, people among others. 
So last year, um, since I was handling COVID um, in JM, in the public hospital in Cavite, first-hand experience, um, it was still new, no? That was March last year. So people were uh, telling the truth about their histories. They just come into the ER and tell them that, uh, Doc, I am sick. But they don't even mention that they have cough and colds and all that. So being the uh, doctor the man that we are and the nurses that we are, should we listen to them. And then sometimes we we are caught off guard. We put our masks down and our shields up. Uh, yeah, up. So one time in the ER there that happened to me, I felt the common symptoms na nararamdaman ng COVID patients. Loss of taste, loss of smell, and the uh, body pains. Yon, that all, that's how it started. Um, and then I was uh, I isolated myself for five days in a condominium. In the, in a condominium because I couldn't go home. Siyempre, I don't expect my, infect my family members. So, five days, I was just in the room uh, eating nothing, just drinking water. Because you don't feel no, you don't feel hunger when you're infected. Eh. You just feel that uh, you just wanted to bring your taste and the uh, smell back. So anyway, after a while, uh, desaturation uh, happened, meaning the oxygen level in my body went down. I had to be rushed. I had to go to the hospital and, and had myself admitted. So the usual uh, stories that you hear, um, toxic, um, I had to lie down on my chest for 12 hours. Uh, and then I was almost intubated. I stayed in the hospital for almost 20 days. No? Wow. <laughs> Just uh, four corners of the room. And then, siguro mga doctors, uh, yung mga friend kong doctors came in every three, four days. Uh, so just imagine the the, the, the depression that, uh, that can attribute to that, di ba? And then more so, syempre, walang bibisita sa'yo. Nobody can go there, di ba? You have to fix everything. You have to fix um, uh, your food, your drink. And, um, the problem is, it doesn't end there. Siempre. Um, when after I had done the 20 days, yung financial side naman ng titingnan mo, diba? So I had to pay almost, well, if I may say, almost a million pesos for just the 20, 20 uh, day uh, admissions. So very, ano talaga siya, very uh, napakahirap for us, especially us. Kasi we healthcare workers, Isai and I, we do not get paid when we get sick. So it's more of a, diba? not like some people there who have the luxury of um, staying at home, running their own businesses, or doing whatever they like, and free of COVID kami, talagang we have to uh, go, with, go uh, join the battle. So that's my first-hand experience. I don't. I don't want to go through uh, a lot. Uh, I mean, over everything or the nitty-gritty of that. But in short, I almost uh, well, I almost lost my life. But still, we are here uh, handling COVID patients. Yeah. Well, you know that's very something to be admired about you. Know, that you just. You know, you really got caught in the line of fire and things like that. I'm a bit surprised in the in the hospitals that you practice and stuff. They, they didn't like offer like some sort of support for you during well, the, the time you were. I, yeah, the only support that I got during that time is, of course, since I was a doctor. Of course, uh, most of my doctors, uh, I, I didn't have to. 
And then, yeah, the build was covered by PhilHealth, of course. But imagine just by a lay, a lay person, kung magkasakit ngayon, um, the possibility of um, uh, paying that much is high also. No? So, medyo mahirap talaga, especially now. Alam mo naman ng COVID, it's really hard. Yeah, and aside from that, they're lucky they can even get a hospital room because I think right now yes. all the hospitals in the city are full already. Yeah. Last year naman, hindi, hindi rampant masyado yung cases eh. We, are st- we were still on the trial phase, stay home, ganun. Ngayon, everybody is, well, everybody wants to be admitted. Yeah. yeah. No, I, I mean, I don't blame them, right? Because of how even cases now are pretty crazy, right? I think we haven't gone below 10,000 in a while. Yes. Actually, today, actually today, I think it's 8,000. Oh, wow. So we actually went yes, below yes. 10,000 for the first time um, in a while. That's I good. hope that it goes down. No. Yeah, I hope it continues. Yeah. It's really crazy. But yeah, I mean, I'm sorry to hear that you got infected, but I'm glad that you're okay now. Well, it's part of our job. No? It's part of yeah. Our job. Especially in the dialysis, uh, if you ask Isai, she will tell you some stories then about uh, her experiences. All right. So how about you, Isai? Um, what are your experiences so far about, you know, trying to work your job, but then, you know, there's an extra precaution because of the whole COVID situation? Because I assume your jobs for diocese is already difficult, but it becomes more difficult because of the whole COVID side, right? So, mas exposed ang nurse sa amin. They stay hmm. with the COVID patients for three hours straight. Eh, kami, oh, wow. Doctor, ano kami, um, uh, pagka na-rounds namin, usually, labas na kami. But sila, they have to stay there for them. So anyway, sorry, go ahead, decide. So yung experience ko na ma-share um before kasi ibang facility yung yung pinagtatrabahuhan ko and then dialysis nurse pa rin ako doon may experience ako na one time on call ako like um parang off ka pero once na merong emergency case tatawagin ka ng ng doctor for to dialysis the patient and then um there's this case na um na on call ako tapos ang sa ang instruction ng doctor is start yung patient ng 7 pm and then pagdating ko doon nung na-prepare ko yung gamit and all um before we start the dialysis kasi we assess the patient first and then nung na vital signs ko siya as in bagsak lahat yung vital signs niya. So ni-refer ko muna siya sa doctor ba kasi hindi mo pwedeng start yung dialysis pag bagsak lahat yung vital signs. And then um nung na-refer na namin, kedi uh, kailangan mo ng stable yung patient. And na, nagpunta ko doon ng 7 to start yung dialysis. Pero they need to, to stable the patient. Ang nangyari tuloy, nag-start sila ng mga gamot and all. Na-start ko yung dialysis ng 11 ng gabi. And then yung wow. order ng doctor na bago. Kasi usually, ang dialysis, it takes 4 hours. Pero pagka unstable yung patient, nagkakaroon ng order na 6 hours dialysis. So, ang nangyari, binago yung order, ginawang 6 hours. Tapos nandoon 11 yun, 11 ng gabi. Tapos, um, 
Vinila mo, di ba, Pao? Yeah. So, nang mga 7am, something like that. Tapos, madami yung pinabibigay na gamot yung doctor, ganyan. And then, during dialysis kasi, syempre naka-PPE ka. Before, nung mga bago-bago pa yung COVID, hindi ako nagtatanggal ng PPE kasi takot ako. Hindi ako nag-aalis ng mask. Tapos, yung gloves namin, double gloves kami. Tapos, yung PPE actually dun sa previous kong hospital, tatlong patong-patong na PPE yon. Tapos, ayun, tapos syempre, hindi mo pwede, hindi ka pwedeng umalis dun sa patient during dialysis eh. I mean, hindi mo siya pwedeng, hindi ka pwedeng mawala kasi kailangan monitoring ka talaga. Yung vital signs every 30 minutes, ganyan. Pero as much as possible, nilalas din namin yung pagpasok sa room. Then dito sa ano sa bago na sa bago kong hospital with uh, Doc Green Recto. Ang experience naman dito, um yung facility kasi namin uh, open sa as uh, yes, hindi sa kami ng, hindi kami nagbubukas ng aircon. Tapos naka ano lang kami naka electric fan. Kasi yun yung protocol. Kailangan may well-ventilated yung lugar. So, uh, yung PPE namin sobrang init. As in, pagka naramdam-naramdam mo sa loob na basang-basa na yung, yung suot mo, ganyan. Tapos, ayun, may, nagkakaroon kami ng patient na minsan anim, sabay-sabay yun, dinadialysis. Tapos ikaw lang yung nurse. Um, pero so far, nasusurvive naman tapos hindi pa ako na-infect. Uh, siguro malakas din kapit ko kay Lord. <laughs> no, that, that's, I'm glad to hear that. But wow, you know, I mean, I of course I, I'm a bit aware about the whole dialysis thing. But I think it's crazy that it takes four hours pala, the whole procedure. Yes, oo, especially pag toxic yung pasyente. My gosh, it's not so like four hours is minimal? Just one patient... Uh, hindi lang isang patient ang dinadialyze namin during that same time. Sila, yeah. usually, mga four, the most, ngayon, five. Pero sabay-sabay yun. Sabay-sabay na na-COVID positive yun, minsan sila lang mag, sila ng mga nurse nasa loob. Kasi but sa amin kasi, minsan, actually, sometimes, we, we hindi naman kami required to go in. They just relay uh, the vital signs to us. And then, sabihin namin, so what, what to do, eh, kung may kailangan. Pero ang exposure talaga is more of sa mga nurses. Especially, yan, sa dialysis. Kasi they have to guard them. Uh, they have to be with them throughout the dialysis. So, I wanted to, the, the next thing I wanted to ask, you know, about this whole thing is, so, so you know, if a patient does have, you know, they have to do dialysis and they do have COVID, You know, do the does the medication change or the treatment change in any way for the COVID side and the dialysis side in a way? Because I know those are like two different things, right? But since it's kind of in one person, how do you guys approach someone who needs dialysis and yet you have to treat them as well for COVID? Well, actually, it varies varies from people to people. It's, it's not just because it's COVID. COVID na agad yung treatment mo sa kanila. It's not that. A COVID treatment and the protocol of COVID, pare-pareho lang siya. Diba, madami, okay. madami mga yung mga medicines na naglalabasin regarding the ivermectin, the mga hydroxychloroquine that people want yeah. to take. But we have a protocol to, to, to give them as long as they're hospital-based. Kasi kami, we are just, um, ang mga patients namin are just drop off on and off. Ibig sabihin, they come from the house, 
but they're positive because they are just mild cases. Pero mm, asymptomatic infect, type. Yes, they can still infect us. So, sorry, they're also symptomatic in the sense na nihirapan sila huminga. Pero um, yung treatment nila is the same lang sa mga COVID. Pero with the dialysis, it varies. Kasi may mga taong darating, hypotensive, o ibig sabihin mababa yung BP, or hypertension. Or yung mababa naman yung autosat, yung saturation ng oxygen sa katawan. So, pagka ganun, kailangan i-monitor mo sila, naka-oxygen sila, all throughout the treatment, ganun. Para kang nagbabantay ng bata. <laughs> Dapat to six, four to six hours. Iyak ng iyak. Ganun yung kailangan mong pagkabantay sa kanila. Okay. So now I'm just wondering na guys, uh, if you guys don't mind me asking, and I'll start with Isai. Uh, because Isai, we actually worked together before, right? Uh, so I'm just wondering, what made you decide to become a dialysis nurse? Or I mean, you know, a nurse that mostly helps out with dialysis patients? Actually, before, kasi nung mag-work kami, Doc, ni Pao, sa corporate uh, secretary ako. So, back then, na-realize ko talaga na sayang naman yung profession ko kung hindi ko itutuloy talaga since passer naman ako. So, um, may nag-offer sa akin ng training ng dialysis and then na-realize ko bakit hindi ko subukan mag-specialize sa isang area. And then madami ding nagsasabi sa akin na pagka ang nurses nagpunta sa abroad tapos meron kang specialized na uh, field ng nursing, mas maganda yung opportunity. So green up ko yung opportunity and since then talagang na-challenge ako dahil hindi siya kumbaga hindi siya uh, routine lang eh marami ka talaga ma-encounter na challenges kahit sa field ng dialysis. Yes. Okay, how about you Dr. Green? What made you decide uh, to because you're well, more internal medicine, right? Yeah, actually internal medicine in, in itself is toxic. Uh, kami ang one of the most toxic um, specialization. Uh, we handle COVID as in personally, unlike yung mga ibang surgeon and yung ibang uh, specialty. Um, although that's why I chose uh, IM, it's because ang bulk ng patients is talaga nasa internal medicine. Unless you want to go uh, further studies, cardio, nephro, pulmo, yon kanya-kanya yun eh. Pero the bulk of patients is in internal medicine. I joined them. Um, Actually, I joined the dialysis here in Cavite because this is just an extension of the hospital I used to work for. So they gave me an opportunity since uh, medyo walang doctor don. So I, I, gave, I, 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 grabbed the, I grabbed the chance to join them. So I'm actually, I've been with the dialysis uh, in KP in Bacau for almost three months. Three months handling COVID patients. Although we enjoy, syempre, we have to make... Uh, we have to make uh, you know everything uh, positive in the sense na kailangan you know, ma ano pa rin yung buhay namin uh, although we have to take care of uh, ourselves also pero different then from doing clinic um, outside than doing um, uh, the dialysis because sa clinic mga tao lang yan you know they just come and go ito dialysis talagang you'll have to you'll have to watch over them 
Pero it's it's fun naman and uh, yung yung uh, yung nabibigay na, 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 na uh, ano sa amin na uh, feeling uh, the best yun kasi we help people. Although, yeah. syempre, hindi lahat nakaka-survive to see another day. Katulad ng isang patient namin the other day ni Laisay. Uh, stable yun. Stable yun yung nilabas. And apparently, after 30 minutes, after dialysis, uh, nag, uh, nawala ng mali. During travel. Oh, during travel. On the way home, ha? On the way home na yun. So, our responsibility does not end there. After dialysis, tatawag po yan sa amin, nangyari because nawala ng malay, we had to call another hospital for that to accommodate them. And the next day, they were admitted uh, admitted only in the emergency room. After the next day, yun, the patient expired. Yun lang, yun lang talaga. So we had, nalagaan naman natin yun ng mabuting isa. Yun, no? Pero talagang very, ano siya, very nakakaawa. Ano, so, minsan din kasi factor lo, talaga yung pag matanda na. Oh, yeah. Uh, Kasi yung patient yung nag-expired, 80-something na siya. Yes, oh. Pero actually, alam mo yung mga nakaka, yung mga nakaka-awa. We have patients uh, as young as... 25. Hindi, meron tayong 17, yes. di ba? May 17 years old na nagda-dialysis and COVID positive. Yeah. Sorry, if you don't mind me asking, uh, because you did mention that you know dialysis is for people who have kidneys that aren't healthy anymore, right? Yes. How does I mean? How I mean? You know, I'm just wondering. Like for the 17 year old, how did yes. that person's kidney become you know not so healthy? Yeah. So? Uh, common questions of people are: Bakit bata pa to? Then yet nagdialysis, no? Um, usually, there's what you call um, hypertension in the young. So, yeah. bata ka pa lang, at the age of 16, 17, um, high blood ka na. So, high blood causes your kidneys to fail. Eh, may mga ibang kids na sobrang ambilis ng, uh, ng, uh, ng disease nila na sisira agad yung kidneys nila. Kaya nadadialysis sila at the, as, uh, as young as uh, 18, 18 years old. So, yun ang mga nakakaawa because they have to go through life Um, on dialysis. Some even... Meron din... Oh, sorry. Sige, sige. Sige, go. May few cases din kasi na hereditary yung pagkakaroon ng kidney problem. Yes. Tama yun. So, kanya-kanyang uh, history. Pero yung mga bata niya yung mga nakakaawa. So, I'm just wondering, sorry to cut you off, but I thought hypertension was more of a heart Um, disease or something that affects the heart more. Yes, yes. It affects the heart and your uh, veins. Okay, so, so I'm just wondering, how did that go to the kidneys? The kidneys. I'm sorry, I'm just trying to, I'm trying to yes. you know, connect. As, yeah. Yes. As the kidneys, to, sh- to shorten it up, kidneys kasi filter blood. So, pag sira na yung kidneys mo, hindi siya nafi-filter yung blood paikot sa puso. It doesn't, it hmm. goes back the same way it came in. Yung sabihin, yeah. yung mga toxins na pumapasok sa kidneys, hindi na filter babalik lang yan sa body. So if that okay. happens, madadialyze yung patient. Kasi nga, di ba, the mode of uh, excretion of our body is either ihi mo siya or ipupupo mo siya. But yeah. sa mga dialysis, most often than not, sa mga dialysis patients, hindi na nakakaihi sila. You'll see man, uh, manas yung paa, uh, yung mukha. <laughs> Uh, nahihirapan huminga because the water or the water in their body na dapat ma-excrete sa ihi, nasa lungs na. 
So that's what makes dialysis useful. Kasi pinifilter niya yung blood, pati yung mga uh, unwanted SS water, fluids. fluids, tinatanggal niya. So nakakatulong yun. Sorry, I know our episode's more on COVID, but I just want yeah. maybe a five more minutes about this. Okay. So those who experience dialysis have a hard time, you know, peeing and pooing. Yes. So to right. those viewers, actually to those viewers, uh, and COVID, but with, in terms of dialysis, in terms of uh, kidney failure, hindi lang siya hypertension. So to those viewers who have hypertension, diabetes, yan. gout, or anemic, anemic patient. Yes, anemic patients. Um, marami pa eh. Uh, what else? Yung mga nagtitik ng drugs. Yan. Yung mga oh. usual na nagda-dialysis. Yan Mostly yung mga pain medications. Yes. That causes also to for your kidney to um, fail. Fail. A good example. If you take it often. Of yes. A good example of those people taking uh, pain medication medications are methanamic acid. Yan ang number one. Kasi may phenomic acid, just, you can just buy it over the counter. Another yeah. good example is yung arcoxia. Sorry to give the, uh, the viewers ideas, ha? baka biglang bilhin nyo. Ha? Pero yun ang mga the best forms of uh, pagpatanggal ng pain sa body. Pero it can damage yeah. your body. Meron akong naging patient na 21, 20 years old, something like that. Tapos yung parang cause ng kidney problem niya, um, before nag nag-gym siya tapos masyado siyang uminom ng whey protein. Yes. Oh, too much protein. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I'm just wondering, Doc, it doesn't necessarily mean though that if a person has hypertension, I mean, either or, right? If a person has hypertension or diabetes or etc., it doesn't necessarily lead to dialysis, right? It's not mm-hmm. like once you have hypertension, you have to do dialysis later on. It's not a one plus one type thing. No. No, 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 no. It doesn't uh, do that. It doesn't necessarily mean na pag high blood ka, madadialysis ka na agad. It just happens to a, to a lot of people actually. You may high blood na nagdadialysis. And actually, um, this is where our clinica, clinical eye comes in. Pag minsan alam na namin mga nagdadialysis ng pasyente. Ang kulay ng mga pasyente yung nagdadialysis usually, makikita mo yan, ash and gray. Pare silang grayish yung kulay ng balat. Manonotice mo yun. So, yun, may idea ka na pag dumating yan sa clinic mo, ah, mukhang may problema sa kidneys to. So, yun, dun, dun, dun. Another example para, kasi you do that for those patients na kukunti ang pera, syempre, hindi makakapagpagawa ng mga laboratories, doon makikita mo sila. Pero in terms of uh, sa mga dialysis namin, sa mga dialysis patients in Bacao, mostly mga matatanda talaga eh. 80s, 70s, yeah. Uh, 60s, 60s, and uh, about uh, May 60s. Okay. Okay. Sorry about our viewers for you know moving away from really? COVID. They just I got really <laughs> interested with this whole dialysis thing. All right, no, but that's that's very interesting, doc. I didn't know because originally I just thought that if you have hypertension, this is all the heart, not necessarily it would affect your kidneys. Again, I'm not a doctor or a medical profession like Isai, so I didn't know that, but. That's good to know that, you know, and it's also good to know that, you know, for those who may have diabetes or who may have hypertension, for as long as I guess you take your medicines and you live a good, healthy diet, I think you'll be fine or you may not necessarily need dialysis later on in life. Right? 
Okay, so going back to the to COVID, right? So I guess the first part that I would want to know is for your clinic, uh, is I mentioned that she's wearing PPEs. I'm not pretty sure how many PPEs she wears now, but you know she wears PPEs and that you guys don't do aircon and things like that. So the thing is, you know, when it wasn't locked down yet, our current lockdown during um GCQ or whatever letters those are, there are like restaurants, etc., that offer, you know, come into the restaurant and it's centralized aircon. That's a bad idea, right? Uh, yes, oh, Isai, may masasabi ka dyan. Actually, sige, Isai, go ahead. Um, kasi kung, if for example, uh, um, carrier ako ng COVID, and then nagpunta ka sa um, restaurant na close siya, aircon lang, so yung, yung daladala kong virus, iikot lang siya doon. So, most probably, may ma-infect at ma-infect dun sa mga tao na kasama mo inside that establishment. Yeah. yeah so, so kaya, kaya nito, na uso na yung alfresco dining. Yung sa open lang kayo pwedeng kumain. Yeah, that's why I don't get the idea of people opening restaurants. Although, you know, I mean, kawa naman din because that's their business. Pero... Those people who have uh, opened their restaurants with aircon. Kasi iikot yeah. lang yan sa loob eh. You know? That's before, okay. Diba, before, ang yeah. kala natin, um, it drops on sa mga chairs, sa mga ano, it stays on the um, mga materials. Ngayon, it's more of talagang when you talk, it is carried by the air. And when you inhale it, yun, dun ka makakawa na. Eh, syempre, aircon, di ba? So, yeah. ano yan, yung, yung, yung uh, air nan, ikot-ikot lang sa loob. So with that, not talk and Isai, you can also answer if you want. So because originally COVID, it's just in your, I mean, in this area, it comes out in your saliva, right? So technically, it's not airborne. It is. It, it's a. It, it, it is in the sense a little, parang nagkontest yani. Eh. Airborne siya kasi pag nagsalita ka, it travels through the air, right? Yeah. So when you talk with somebody, kaya nga we have this one meter rule. When you talk with somebody, syempre may mga tao dyan na when they speak, their saliva image of... Flies. Yeah. Yeah, flies. So, if it drops on you and you inhale it, then boom, makukuha. So, it still travels by airborne. Airborne pa rin siya. Kasi if, for example, tumama sa damit mo yung saliva, so hindi ka aware, tapos nag-touch ka dyan, nag-touch ka dyan, hindi ka naman nag-hand wash or nag alcoholized ng kamay mo so most probably ma-infect ka din talaga yes so here's the question though. um because doctor you mentioned that it is still somewhat airborne it's still considered airborne yes so it's better to not just let's say for example you are um, talking and then or let's say may nakasalubong ka usually kasi di ba makakasalubong mo ganun Hindi yung sasabihin nila, oh, it's airborne, it's just there, and then it will land on you. It's not like that. It's more of when you talk to somebody, carried by the air, dun yung pinaka the best mode of uh, transmission. Yung ah, so technically, it's not how airborne is like what other people think is that. It's just in the air, yun lang yun. Yes. It still needs to come out of maybe your mouth or any other somewhat Ooh. liquid or whatever, right? Kaya hindi lang siya yun yung mode of transmission eh. Pwede ding contact. Kaka, for example, may napanood akong video. Yung delivery guy, may kinausap niya sa phone. Ngayon, 
nagkaka-problema kasi sila kasi ayaw padaanin kasi quarantine yung area. So, kausap nung delivery guy, binigay niya yung phone niya dun sa um, tao na humaharang. Hinawakan yung phone. Eh, syempre, may ta- may, for example, yung phone, di ba natatalsikan ng laway yun? So, doon na, doon na lang, ma-infect ka if for may example, may COVID yung lalaki. Tama yun. I guess, you know, people should learn to cut out those bad uh, habits. Pero you know, like giving your phone. If you think COVID, di ba? Sa ibang bansa, mm-hmm. they just wear a mask. Pero yung infectivity rate nila, mas mababa sa atin. Yeah, That's- sorry, I wanted to go back to, I want to talk about li- that later on about the face shields. But yeah, please continue. We'll talk about yeah. that later, about the whole yeah, face so, shield. So, kahit tayo naka-face shield, naka-face mask, Uh, mas mala, mas mataas ang infect, infect, infectivity rate natin. Kasi marami sa, sa Pilipino, sa household natin, sama-sama sa isang bahay. Mm-hmm. Usually mga sampo, yan. Unlike in the States, usually dadalawa lang sila sa bahay. Tatatlo. Or tatlo, like that. Yes, yeah. oh, diba? E eh, eh, tayo, di ba? Pag lumabas yung lima, then they all come in, hindi mo alam kung sino infected sa kanila. And there are, if, if there are other five people at home, halo-halo mo yan. Actually, so here's the, yeah, uh, sorry. Sa clinic namin sa dialysis, yung mga nurses ha, uh, and yung tech stay in kami doon all throughout the week. So kung nag-handle kami ng patient, nagsistay kami doon doon kami natutulog, doon kami nagluluto. After ng treatment, naliligo din kami kagad. Kasi yun yung parang pag-iingat mo na din na ma-infect yung mga tao na uuwian mo eh. Yes. Pero siyempre, hindi ko naman pwedeng hindi uuwi kasi kailangan mo din kumuha ng damit, gano'n. Yes, yeah, or, you know, for mothers or fathers, they have to see their kids. Sorry, sorry, this may be a very strange question to ask, but you did mention that since, you know, you're a frontliner, and after every treatment, you take a shower. How many treatments do you do in a day? Because I'm wondering how many times you <laughs> shower in a day just to... To be safe, that's, you know, it's... Um, yeah. Actually, yung ginagawa kasi namin sa treatment, nag... For example, the, naghahati kami sa oras. So, for now, meron kaming um, one shift. Kasi um, ang ratio namin, one is to five patients. So, kung may five patients kami, dalawang nurses yung duty, maghahati kami two hours, two hours. Um, yung unang nurse, uh, siya yung maghahandle ng five patients for the first two hours. And then, syempre, hindi niya kakayanin yung init doon. So, kailangan merong papalit so, yung papalwang yeah. nurse. So, ganun. Um, isang beses lang, for now, isang beses lang na maligo. So, pero, okay. if ever na magkaroon ng um, second shift or third shift na COVID-positive patients, doon talaga, mag, ang mangyayari, four hours, four hours siguro. Yes. Per nurses. Eh, Isay, dumadami na tayo. Dumadami na po. So, okay. So, I wanted to talk about now the whole facial, face mask thing, right? Um, so, doctor and Isay, what is the best mask to use right now? Well, uh, assuming you're a civilian, right? You're not a medical profession, right? Yeah, surgical mask. Alam niyo yung mga surgical mask na nabibili na ano. But you have to buy, you really have to buy it in sa mga uh, sources na reliable. Kasi may madami yeah. surgical masks na yung ply nila. Uh, manipis ply, lang. Uh, manipis lang. 
Pero meron talagang surgical mask na gray, uh, I don't know how you graded eh. Basta graded, um, uh, medically graded, yun dapat ang binibili. Pero for, for, for sa mga nurses, sila, at saka sa amin, pag pumapasok, it's a different kind of... Um, um, N95? Yes, yes. Kaya please, ako, just ko, please, huwag nyo nang suotin yun sa labas. Bigay nyo na lang sa mga healthcare worker yan kasi nakakaubusan talaga. Even sa dialysis namin, kukunti na. Nilalak na nga yung lagayan ng So I'm just wondering Additional lang din sa sinabi ni Doc um, Diba nag-wear ng surgical mask Hindi siya advisable na all throughout the day Yun lang yung mask na suot mo Dapat nagpapalit ka din Kasi hin- um, nag-aana din yun eh May expiration Kumbaga parang 4 uh, hours Yes. na pwede oh, mong i-wear yung surgical mask. After four hours, dapat magpalit ka na. Yes. Tama yun. That's why it leads us to a lot of um, mga trash now. <laughs> Sobrang dami. Yeah. Actually, so, I didn't know that the you know the surgical mask, I didn't know pala it's only for four hours. Kala ko that could last you up to eight hours. Then you have to change it. Yes, I and there's a proper way of it. Yeah, and there's a proper way of removing it. Kasi Okay. Pagka uh, put it on your ears. Yeah. 'Di ba yung iba, ginaganyan pa tinataas kasi tataas mo nga kasi nahuhulog. Alam mo naman Filipino, wala tayong ilong, 'di ba? So anyway, sumuhulog <laughs> so, 'yan. So pag nahulog 'yan, eh tataas mo. You use you use your hands, 'di ba? 'Yun ang problem sa atin. More often than not, ang gagawin mo pag ginanon mo minsan, minsan mangangati yung inside of your nose. Pag nangati yun, you'll scratch it. Oh. That's where you can get infected. Kasi nasa labas siya eh. Diba it should, uh, the mask should filter it. But then it ends up, you're touching the one that is being filtered. So pag na-touch mo yun, tumasok sa ilong. Pwede ka pa rin ma-infect sila. So advice of work, pag Okay, so, alright, so if you're a non-medical profession, maybe just double mask, I think that's the safest thing to do, and change it every four hours. Do- double mask would, would do, but uh, hindi naman talaga required ng double mask. Kahit yung surgical mask lang na isang mask will help, and the face shield. And as long as you don't put okay. it down your nose, uh, your, up to your mouth. So what I find a bit strange is, because the thing is, I think the, the purpose of a face shield, and you guys could correct me again, is it's to put, let's say, for example, I'm wearing a mask, I have a face shield, and let's say, Esai doesn't have a mask, and she talks to me. It somewhat protects my eyes and, in a way, my ears as well, right? That's the whole point of the face shield. Yes, yes. But the, but the thing is, though, um, and the doctor, you could correct me if I'm wrong, if my statement is false, if everyone in the Philippines wore their masks, we wouldn't need face shields. True. That is very true. Uh, like, that's like correct. Right? I, that's, a good, that's a fair statement. Yes. That's what I, you know, based on the states, the right? states, they just face shields. Eh. They just yeah. wear their masks all, the, all throughout. So you just, the, 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 the wearing of masks properly will prevent, will bring down the cases in the Philippines. Um, a good example is when you're at home. Kaya nga, di ba, uh, we often laugh at uh, DOH pag nagsasabi silang, even at home, you have to wear your mask already. Yun ang, yun ang napapagtawa na natin. Pero in fact, that is true. Kasi ako, hindi ko alam when I come home. Malay ko ba? I, I, might, get, I might be infected. Di ba? 
So, ano pa rin talaga yun? You still have to monitor yourself. Tsaka ang maganda nun is just to wear a mask. Although here at home, uh, I distance myself from my kids. Yun talaga. Yun ang mahirap. So, you mentioned that you distance yourself from your kids. This just for a couple of hours or ever since now, since you know, the pandemic? No, last, been... last year talaga. Last year, I never came home for almost ilang months. Uh, five months ata. I stayed in oh, the Oh, wow. Yes. Pero now kasi ang exposure ko, not compared to Kila Isai, is lesser than them. It's lesser than them. Mas exposed to mga nurses talaga. Yeah, you'll hear a lot of nurses also getting infected now, especially in our institutions at JM. So hmm. doctors namin, meron, pa isa-isa, padalwa. Pero sa mga nurses, usually, tatlo, apat, four, five of them get infected at the same time. Okay. So the next thing I wanted to ask, so I think we've tackled the... So, okay, here's the thing. Um, and, you know, it may sound very childish of me to ask you to explain it, but could you please explain to our viewers why it's important that when you wear your mask, you put it all the way here and not just here or here or... Because the, what frustrates me is, and I'm sure you you guys have seen people now, you're going out, maybe you're buying groceries or medicine or whatever. You see people that they're outside and their masks are here and their noses are completely exposed because their masks are only covering their mouth. Maybe you could explain why it's important to keep it here and how to wear it properly and things like that. Because uh, the mode of uh, transmission talaga is through the naso, nose, oropharyngeal, naso and oral, both of them. Kaya nga meron tayong swab eh. Swab yeah. both sa mouth and yeah, here, and here. So that's where dun siya nalalanghap and dun yan din lumalabas. Air kasi. Diba? So if you cover this part only without covering your nose, lalabas siya dun sa nose. So likewise, if you cover your nose and uh, expose your uh, mouth, ganun din siya. So the essence of it is just cover the whole thing. Mahirap kasi hindi ka maka-breathe. But which, what would you rather risk? You getting infected or yung mahihirapan ka lang ng temporary breathing pero safe ka. So kaya we recommend na hanggang dito yung uh, mask. But the question is, do people really have a hard time breathing while wearing masks? Because I, I'm going to be honest, when I when I wore the mask for the first week ever during the first, you know, last year pandemic, there was a bit of an adjustment. But then, you know, after like a month and stuff, I kind of got used to it. But are there still people who, you know, until now still have a difficult time breathing, even after how many months of this? Share ko lang yung sa experience as nurses, ha? But ka, ka sure. yun, during treatment, so, bukod dun sa ano namin, sa N95, we also wear a surgical mask. Oh, wow. Oo. And then, minsan, di ba, naka-PPE kami two, two to three hours. Tapos, naka-PPE ka, surgical mask, at saka yung N95. Hirap talagang huminga. May times na feeling mo parang magba-blackout ka. Lalo na, na hindi aircon yung area, electric fan lang, sobrang init ramdam mo, pawis-pawisan ka na sa loob. Pagka ganun, minsan umuupo muna ako tapos nagdi-deep breathing talaga ako. 
And also, yung kapatid ko, frontliner din yun, uh, medtech siya. May times talaga nag-iikot sila sa mga pasyente kasi magkukuha niyan sila ng mga blood sample, ganyan. Talagang feeling niya na mawawalan siya ng malay. Pagka ganun, ang ginagawa daw niya, nagpe-pray siya. Tapos nakakahinga na siya ulit. So, minsan parang psychological, may psychological effect din, pero talagang mahirap. Okay, well, I think for, you know, medical professions, I mean, you say you're wearing a PPE, you're not in an aircon place. So that I think that will really affect the way people, because of course you're fatigued, right? when you're tired, it's harder to do things, maybe breathing and things like that. No, but yeah, I would like to definitely thank the two of you, you know, for helping out everyone during these trying times. I mean, I'm sure it's difficult on the two of you, especially on Isai, since, you know, being a nurse is not an easy job at all. It's a very thankless job. So yeah, so okay, so the next thing I want to know uh, from the two of you now, how effective is alcohol in terms of, um, you know, preventing the COVID virus? So for example, let's say I'm outside, right, and I touch things. And I, you know, put a good amount of alcohol. I rub my hands. Does it truly kill everything? Or, I mean, I just want to know how effective alcohol is in terms of all of this. Well, it helps. Alcohol helps. Um, if you, if you, if I may say also, sa mga surgery, surgical yeah. uh, side, talaga minsan, pinupour din yung mga sugat ng instrument. Alcohol. To, yeah, instrument alcohol to, to clean it. Uh, so it really helps. But nothing beats washing your hands. Nothing Soap and water. But if you can, if you don't have access to clean water, pwede na ang alcohol. It will serve as a protection for people who don't have access to water. Especially when you're in the mall, di ba? Yung, you'll, you'll, you'll open the door or you, you do something, you hold the pen, kasi especially right now, bago ka pumasok, may pen. Wala ka naman dalang pen gagamitin yung pen ng lahat ng gumamit. So, use the alcohol. It still uh, can serve as protection for you. Okay. Um, so, I'm going to tell you guys something about me. No? So, when I would go out before, this is last week, you know, grocery and, and things like that. Uh, I remember, so I was wearing my mask, face shield, etc. Then I was walking, you know, carrying my groceries, right? Then there's a person with their friend talking and their masks were below. So technically, when they're talking, I felt that the saliva or whatever you would want to call it went to my face shield. And usually me, I always bring like a bottle of alcohol. What I do is I would put it all over my face shield and things like that. Is that a bit overreacting or is that okay? No. Uh, overreaction now is better than not reacting to anything, no? Okay. You just have to protect yourself. Kung nabarandaman mo that you got uh, hit or you got uh, sprayed on by saliva or whoever, Pwede mong gawin. Linisin mo ng water. Pero like I said, walang overreaction now. Protect okay. mo yung sarili mo. You protect yourself all time, all the time. Rather than putting your face mask down, talking to people. Which I hate, by the way. Because for me, what happened is I just decided to shout inside my mask so people can hear me instead of just putting it down. Yes. Because of course, when you talk in a mask, right, your voice kind of gets muffled. Yes, yes. But that's yes. Right, right. I'm not the only one. Okay, good. So, yes. you know. <laughs> we are all are. Okay. So I think now my voice is a bit louder than before. But yeah. Okay. Yeah. So the next thing I wanted to ask to Isai and to you, Doc, is um, there's some studies, or not really studies, but some news abroad saying that one of the best ways to help clear 
sorry, that's that's my cat. Uh, <laughs> to clear COVID is to gargle. I think every R with Bactagol, Bactadol or Listerine. Is that true? Is that an effective way to do so? Um, it helps. Everything helps actually. The Bactadol mm -hmm. will help, parin. We also help. Siempre aside from uh, ang pinatatawa nang namin kaya ka nagbabaktidol para may tingin mo may panlasa ka pa rin kasi malalasahan mo siya eh. Yeah, <laughs> it's awful. Siya, sometimes yeah, you get to vomit because when you try to ingest it parang it's so hapde sa yeah. ano, di ba? Sa throat. And the taste. So yung sense uh. na yun na oy, meron pa akong panlasa so wala akong COVID. Pero it, it really helps also just to to to, to protect your siya. Pero it doesn't uh, help you 100% na pagka nakabaktidol ka, hindi ka na magkakaroon ng, ng COVID. COVID. No, no, no. Yeah. Any help now, and honestly, any help now, as long as um, okay sa'yo, go, do it. Meron ding advice na uh, umin, ang iinumin mong water is yung warm water. Kasi um, yung kasing virus, ano siya eh, na lalabanan siya ng water. So, like, does it always have to be warm water? So I'm just trying to understand why warm water over just regular water. Yeah, there was a saying before, kasi na, like, for example, huwag kang uminom ng tubig na malamig. Masama sa iyo yan. Yung mga matatanda natin. Yung, yung maligam-gam lang for the night. Because sometimes kasi it soothes our throat. Diba? Pag malamig kasi, syempre masakit when you drink it. Pero pag yeah. uh, it's disturbed the warm water, it soothes our throat. So, uh, pero there has been Okay, so it's just more of a one of those. Um, yes, more of uh, whatever works for you. Because okay. I don't know if you have. Saka di ba pag pagka parang medyo sore throat ka mostly kasi yung mga COVID na patient parang sakit yung lalaman na nila, nauubo-ubo sila, nare-relieve ba ng warm yung pangangate, something like that? Yes. Tama yun. True, true. Okay, so the next thing I want to ask you guys, no, since you're all here, is let's talk about a bit about the vaccines. So we have, I think, maybe around 10 vaccines so far in the world, give or take, if not more. Yeah. I mean, yes, of course, yes. we have like the Sinovac, the Moderna, etc. Yes. Um, so currently in the Philippines, if I'm not mistaken, the only ones that are available so far are AstraZeneca and Sinovac, right? Is there are there any other ones I'm missing? None so far. Wala pa. Sinovac, okay. Astra only. Okay. So with that one, um, because I'm not sure if you read the news about Astra abroad, uh, they've been recalling it because of some yes. blood clot thing. Yeah, blood. Yes, blood. Uh, yes. So sorry, could you explain that one, uh, doctor, about that it's part? Or is if you know about it as well? Yes, yung... Si yung, okay. yung, yung, yung claim ng iba na Astra causes uh, blood clots uh, on, 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 uh, when you get injected in the States, meron mga cases talaga na nagkaka-blood clots. However, um, it is actually one in one million only. Oh, okay. One in one million case. So, siyempre, alam mo naman tayo, pag nakabalita tayo ng something wrong with that, kalat agad. Diba? So, yun Without ang, getting yun the whole naging, facts. Yes. Yun, you, you just have to really know the whole facts. Um, 
Meron kasing study that I read recently on uh, the blood clots on that. Um, of uh, hematologists, yung mga hematologists kong friends na uh, nag-send sa akin. Sabi nila, yun nga, one in one million lang ang nagkakaganon. Unless you have, let's say, for example, merong diseases like von Willebrand factor. Anyway, um, yun, it can cause blood clots. Pero, you still have to go uh, check your, uh, you still have to go to a hematologist for that. So, say, for example, nagka-blood clot ka uh, after your, your vaccine of Astra. You have to see a hematologist. Or, kung alam mo naman uh, na meron kang uh, blood problems, before taking the vaccine, magpa-consult ka sa hematologist. So, it's actually one in one million. Kaya hindi... So, na- so, na population like the Philippines for around 100 million people, right? Give or take. Yes, na-publicize lang siya masyado. We only have around 100 people who would most likely get it. Okay, um sorry doc, I want to cut you off first. We do have two questions so far uh, from our comment section. So first is from Arian. So actually Arian is my guest uh, two weeks ago who was infected with COVID before. And she spoke about her experiences here. So this is her first question. I didn't lose my taste and pangamoy when I had the virus. Is that normal? But one month after, I still have cough and stomach ache. So that's her first question. Yes. Um, there are what we call people who are asymptomatic. It means they don't feel anything. They don't experience any signs and symptoms. But yet they have the COVID. But then in her case, wala siyang sense of taste, sense of um, smell. Pero yet, she has cough and colds. Matagal talaga sa COVID, ang mataga, matagal talaga sa matanggal ang cough and cold sa COVID. Kasi viral oh. yan eh. Just imagine tayo, for example, if you have a friend or a family member at home who has a cough and a cold, lumapit ka lang din na few days, meron ka, na, meron ka din eh. So, and then, kinik- ang claim ng iba is we take medications for it, but yet, uh, hindi siya nawawala. You know, medications just are help are only help to alleviate to alleviate uh yung mga nararamdaman mo. Pero yung virus itself, mamatay siya by itself. Yung cough and cold. Oh. Yes. So there's pero no yung, medicine that really kills it. It's more of well, it helps are, you remove it and stuff. Siya, it will just uh matutulong siya to shorten the shorten the period of you having cough and cold. The cough and loss of taste, okay. loss of uh, smell. Maraming taong uh, may COVID pero may taste pa rin, malakas pa rin gumain. <laughs> okay. So her second question is this one. So regarding vaccine, I have a question po. If you really recovered from COVID, I heard you can't get vaccinated for a certain period of time. Is that true? And if so... Okay. So that's four months after you get you know, cured and all. Correct. Yeah, four months after yeah. you get cured from COVID, that's the only time you can get vaccinated. Uh, can I ask why? Why is it uh, four months? Because uh, um, vaccinations, because there are other COVID patients na until the third or fourth month after uh, being infected with COVID, positive problem. Oh, okay. So, ang sense nun is, until all the viruses out of your body, 
actually not the safest that you can take the vaccine. Because like me last year, on my third month after, so for example, I started anyway after third month of COVID, I had myself um, tested again, positive. Pa vaccinated. Oh, tested. Okay. Oh, so so when I did you get vaccinated? No, I got vaccinated this year only. After oh, this year months. lang. Oh, okay. uh, yeah, almost almost a year already. Pero yung iba kasi, ang sinasabi din is because you still have the antibodies with you. Yes. Ah. Nasa'yo pa yung antibodies mo. So you don't need that another extra antibodies for you kasi baka mag-react siya sa antibodies mo. In a negative way. Okay. Yes. So, And, so okay. Yeah. Yeah, sorry. Go ahead, Isaiah. Alam mo pa yung vaccine namin ni Doc, parehas sa AstraZeneca. Yes. Oh. So far, wala pa naman kaming blood clot. Okay. Yes. No, I'm good to Pero, hear. That, that's good to hear. Okay. Pero kanya-kanyang side effects. Kanya-kanyang side effect. Ako, sang side effect sa akin. Actually, wala. Wala sa akin side effect eh. Ang Astra. It is, ano, it is recommended uh, that when you take after the drug, after the vaccine, sorry, you take paracetamol already. 500 milligrams. And on the next Ako day... Ako fever. Yeah, fever siya. Yeah. Okay, sorry. Um, I wanted to ask, how about you, Isai? Did you get any side effects after your Astra shot? Nagka-fever ako. Um, I got vaccinated 2 p.m. Then, yeah. um, yung gabi na yon, wala akong nararamdaman. Normal lang. Nung nag-fever ako, 12 midnight na. Past 12, ganyan. So, nag-chills oh, wow. din ako. Nag-chills. Tapos, ano talaga feeling mo, hinang-hina ka, ganyan. Yes. Then, the following day, um, wala nang fever, pero, yung parang nahihilo yung feeling, parang lutang ka, ganyan. Yes. Pero which is Can good, ask, actually, which is uh, good. Sorry, which is good, kasi alam mo, yung vaccine is working. Oh, so it's good to get side effects well, in that case. Uh, in, in, in reality, because at least alam mo gumagana yung vaccine sa'yo. Pero for the person Because that's your body's that, reacting. Yes, yeah. but, but, but for the person experiencing it, parang, oh it's my, So, my, actually, I would like to ask, so my girlfriend's dad got an Astra shot. He's a senior already. And I think halos one day, the day after he got a fever for one whole day. That is that considered normal? Because then the day after he he's completely fine. Yes, yes. Actually, it's still normal because of the shot. Twenty four hours after the shot, you can still. Twenty four to forty eight yeah, hours. 24 to 48 ah, hours. wow. Okay, so means on two days. Pa. Yung uh, side effect. Mo. Okay, so the next one is so let's talk about so AstraZeneca. I guess there's no problem with it. It's just that. One in one, every, oh sorry, one, in one person in one million, yeah, may get yes. the blood clot disease, which I think is called von Willebrand yeah, disease. Yeah, von Willebrand disease. Yeah, sorry. Could you, I'm not sure, Doc, if you're very familiar with that disease because I have never heard of it. Is it a curable disease or not? It's a, no, it's a, it's a, um, it's not, it's actually not a curable disease. Eh? You just give medications for it. Uh, there, there are parang missing in von Willebrand disease, meron siyang missing mga factors eh. So, uh, I don't know if you can understand it, pero basta, kumbaga, if you have uh, 1, 2, 3, the numbers 1, 2, 3, you're missing 3. Yun yung parang sense ng von Willebrand disease. 
hindi mo siya may So you need to take meds to get it. Yeah, isusupplement mo lang siya ng something else. Eh, yung Villamon Willibrand disease, it's sa blood siya. So sinusupplement mo lang siya. Yung pagkukulang nun. So that's the essence so, of So with that disease, you just have to take medicine for the rest of your life or is it only for a certain period? Well, um, some people take it for this, for 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 for, the, for their entire life. Some people na surpass nila yon and nagiging uh, na overcome nila yon. So minsan hindi na sila kailangan magtake ng ng ng, ng medicine na yon. Oh, okay, okay. So it's one of those kinds of diseases yeah. that either you get cured in a way or you yeah. just take a pill for the rest of your life. All right. Yeah. And I think. Um, Maintenance. And Grace O'Malley actually, I think, did her research. She said factor eight you missing. So Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So yeah, someone did their research. Okay. <laughs> so the next thing I wanted to ask is about the whole Sinovac vaccine. No? Um yes. for Isai and Doctor No. I think both of you could have your opinions about it. What do you guys think about the Sinovac vaccine? Because of course we hear some negative, you know, news about it, whether it's real news or fake news. It's hard for a lot of people yeah. to decipher that, right? But in your opinions, as medical professionals, what do you guys think of the Sinovac vaccine in itself? Um, Sinovac? Sorry, yeah. Sorry, made you choppy. Yes, doctor. Oh, sorry, yeah. Ah, Sinovac. Yeah, um, what do you think about this in general? Actually, ang sa amin naman, mostly on our stand on all the vaccines is kung anong available, get it. Go get it. Especially, alam mo, imagine there's a uh, private hospital here in uh, Montilupa. It's an Asian hospital. Most of the doctors there got Sinovac. Sinovac. And they claim that it is safer than Astra. Less side effect than Astra. Yes. But the effectivity rate of um, Sinovac is a little lower than Astra. But yet, you still get this. You still get uh, protection from it from COVID. So, kung anong dumating, go and get it. So, going to that part of it, actually, uh, we're talking about efficacy of the vaccine, right? That's what we're talking about when we say effectiveness, yes. right? What is um, Astra's efficacy right now? Would, would you know? Astra's efficacy is um, actually it's 60 to 90 percent. Okay, so high side is 90 percent, yeah, low side, high side is 60. Yeah, on the high side. Astra, yes. Okay. Sinovac um, is, yeah. is below 60. Seven. Yeah, yeah. 60, 70, mga ganun. Pero mas mataas yung effect, effectivity ng Astra. Okay, because a lot of people, I mean, that I know personally, would rather wait for Astra instead of Sinovac because of yes. that factor. Um, yes. But then you mentioned and that it's better, whatever vaccine is there, just take it. But... With efficacy being like 60 to 70, which meaning that there's still a 30% chance of you getting COVID in a... Because the thing of the vaccine, and I could be wrong, right? It's not necessarily to prevent you from getting COVID. It's more about if you do get it, it's like a weekend version, right? Yeah, parang minimal lang yung symptoms na uh, pwede mong ma-experience. Pero hindi ibig sabihin, pag vaccinated ka na hindi ka na ma-infect. May chances yeah. pa talaga. So kahit vaccinated ka na, kailangan gawin pa rin natin yung mga uh, precautions na mag-hand wash, wearing mask, ganon. Yeah, yes. sorry. So the question is more on, uh, because as we know, Asha's at around 60 to 90. Let's just say 80 or 90, right? 
but then Sinovac is at like 60 to 70. Like, how, how could we still recommend to people? Because I personally got vaccinated and what was given to me is Sinovac because, you know, whatever's available, that's what you get, right? That's what the government say all over the world. But for those who say, you know what, I'll wait a couple of more months, wait for Moderna, wait for Pfizer, wait for Astra, etc. How would you convince them to, you know, get Sinovac when, you know, we hear news that Sinovac's efficacy is quite low compared to the others? Yes. Um, Sinovac, um, would you rather wait for, for two, three months to, to get vaccinated? Uh, while the other people around you are all already vaccinated and they have a form of protection for themselves. Rather than waiting for three months, you get it already. At least you have, you, you, you can... Yeah, protection. Be protection. Yeah. That's the, that's do you the have thing. the same... Yeah, sorry. Uh, first, I do agree with um, Doc Green about, with that. Yes. Because... Mas mahirap kapag ano eh, hindi ka palagay na wala kang protection. And yun nga, at least kahit paano, um, mas less yung, yung pwede mong mag, masa, uh, experience na mga symptoms. Yes. Alright, I think that's fair. Yeah. Alright, so we have one last question apparently from Arian. I'm really glad that she's really um, watching this and you know, listening to you guys. So yeah, to everyone, sorry, to all our viewers, if you have any questions for um, Dr. Green and Isai, please do comment it. I mean, that's the whole point of this episode, that okay. I'm trying to help people get more information out there and to understand this. All right, so anyway, so here's the question from Aryan. Um, I can still be positive pala. Um, thank you to you too. But her last question is, can I still get COVID after recovering? She has read an article saying that you'll be immune for a number of months. So I think SI and Doc, you did mention that you do get antibodies after being positive and it stays in you for a couple of months. But does that mean that, for example, no, um, let's just assume no, that the antibodies stay in your body for, let's say, three months. I'm not really sure how many, but let's just say three. Does that mean that in those three months, you will not get COVID again? Uh, not all. Actually, sorry. Sorry, Doc. Sorry. Go ahead, Isai. Yeah. <laughs> Um, actually, di ba meron na ding iba't ibang variant ng COVID? So let's say, for example, yung, na, yung COVID na na-experience niya nung una is yung original na COVID. And then, merong siyang nakasalunuha na carrier ng another variant na mas malakas. So pwede pa rin talaga siyang ma-infect kahit di, hindi pa rin, uh, it depends hindi siya nagde-depend sa kung gano'ng katagal yung month na pwede kang ma-immune. Doon pa rin siya sa kung ano mo poprotektahan yung sarili mo. Tama yun. Actually, tama yun. Okay. So that, yes. that's, a, that's a good answer. Alright. Um, we have from Carl is a question. So, if I had my shots of Astra or Sinovac already, then Pfizer came into the country you know, a few months later. Is it possible to have two kinds of vaccines into your body? You know, two different brands. No, that is not recommended, actually. Kasi yeah, what would happen? vaccines, attenuated, mRNA, So, mode of of protection in the body. So, you cannot uh, mix Sinovac, and then on the next month or after three months, you you'll get the. So it yeah, it will it, it will not work. 
Doc, yeah, sorry. Doc, explain niyo po nga sa kanila kung ano yung difference ng Sinovac at Astra. Kasi uh, although para silang vaccine, iba kasi yung ano nila eh, yung pinanggalingan. Oo. Oh, um, I think, ah, correct me if I'm wrong, Isay, pero ang alam ko ang Sinovac is an mRNA. mRNA vaccine yan eh. Uh, ibig sabihin ng mRNA vaccine, uh, messenger, uh, nagpo-produce siya ng uh, the same uh, anti- antibody sa body. Unlike Astra na um, binibigay mo yung dead na vaccine sa'yo, then your immune system will try to fight it. So, uh, medyo mahirap siyang intindihin, pero yun ang thought na yun. So, iba-iba siyang ng mechanism of action. Kaya mahirap i-mix yung, um, yung uh, different drug from another uh, vaccine. Ang ex- yes, Doc. So, additional ko lang din sa sinabi ni Doc. Ang explanation sa amin nung mag-vaccine kami, yung Sinovac daw, um, parang COVID um, virus siya na pinahina. Parang pinatay yung yung virus na yon Pinahina siya. Tapos yun yung parang miniature siya. Yun yung ginawang vaccine. And then yung Astra, para siyang kaga, uh, kasing lakas na virus ng COVID na yun yung uh, tinesting sa tao kung, kung kakayanin ng katawan. Tapos na pag na-infect ka ng COVID, kaya mong labanan dahil na-create na ng katawan yung antibodies. So can I just ask, and this may sound like such a stupid question, but again, I'm not a medical professional. What hap- What will happen if, let's say, a person does decide to have two different vaccines in their body? So gato, let's say this is the situation, right? Let's say me, I have yes. signed up back. Then after you know 28 days, I get the second shot, right? Tapos suddenly after two or three months, there's let's say Moderna. I'm like, oh, I'll get the Moderna vaccine. So two shots. What will happen to my body if that happens? Uh, well, sa effectivity nun, hindi siya magiging effective. First of all, kaya nga you get okay. the second dose of the same drug of the same vaccine para maboost yung effectivity ng drug first one. But if okay. you get another one, what's the you know what is the sense of getting another? Uh, what what is the sense of getting your previous shot, then getting a new one? So parang wala siyang effect. Hindi siya magiging effective. And for the side effect, um, there has been actually no um, no studies, studies yet. No studies yet to to say that um, yung interactions between two drugs or two vaccines. Uh, mal- mal- malaki yung chances ng magiging uh, uh, yung ano mo, uh, sis, uh, side effect. Kasi, hindi, ano to kasi to vaccines are being monitored by being monitored by the DOH. So silang nagbibigay yeah. sa atin. They give you a card and then you present it. But there's no well, there has not, I've never heard of anybody uh, in the right mind who will who did that yet? No, wala pang studies. Well, maybe, yeah, there, maybe in the future there will be. It's just that you know the reason why I brought that up, and thank you, Carl, for also mes- men- mentioning it. Is what I'm afraid of is because right now the government is being very aggressive in terms of vaccinating people, right? So, like if you're from Quezon City or Cavite or wherever, 
they, they all have their own programs. But syempre, for those who work in corporate, a lot of these corporations bring in their own vaccines as well that will come around June or July. So the reason why I'm glad Carl mentioned it and why I also wanted to mention it here so that you guys could answer that is, I just don't want people to get double vaccinated. <laughs> now, you know, they get Sinovac or Moderna or something. So it's not um, advisable just because yes. there's no studies yet and it may affect yes. the effectivity or, or efficacy, sorry, of the vaccines. Yes, yes, yes. And if that would have ever happen, a lot of stories would come out again. So matatakot na naman lang na to get vaccinated. So, naman ng panibagong variant na ma-immune dun sa vaccine. Nagpatong-patong na yung vaccine. Sorry, I, yeah. I, I want to comment dun sa isang uh, uh, question kanina regarding yung effective, uh, infectivity pagkatapos niyang uh, kung hindi na siya maka, hindi na siya makaka covid ulit after ah yeah this one this one yeah 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 yeah, yeah. um wait what can still be yes you can still be positive even after you get covid i have a lot of friends na doctors who had twice already na nagka covid and then um uh, wala silang antibodies some people produce antibodies but yet get infected Kahit may antibodies ka, it means hindi siya strong enough to fight the virus. And tama yung sinasabi ni Isai na different variants already are coming in. So kung na-infect ka sa ibang isang variant, kahit may antibodies ka dun sa variant na yun, and then merong South African variant na pumasok, yeah. you get infected with the South African variant. Yun ang mahirap nga ngayon eh. So that's what, that's what I wanted to clear out with that question. So you still can get infected. For, uh, even if you got COVID and even if you get antibodies. Okay. We have another question from um, e Echang Chasqua. So this person said, I did get my sign of actual and experience. Oh man, I'm not even going to try to pronounce this. Anaphylaxis. Yeah, there. Okay. Uh, can I still receive the second dose? I don't even know what anaphylaxis What is that? It's a reaction. Um, reaction it's a... ng katawan mo sa parang uh, sige si Doc tala. <laughs> yeah, I, I have no idea. Anaphylaxis, anaphylaxis is uh, it's a reaction of your body to fight off the vaccine itself. Kasi may mga taong when you uh, get vaccinated, nihirapang huminga. So, so... nagsashock sila. It, it, it can turn to anaphylactic shock na mawawala ng malay or hihirapan huminga. So, if you ever ah, so, have... An, uh -huh. Sorry. Yeah, no, sorry, have, go ahead. Yeah, previously kasi, ang sabi doon is, if you have that, uh, you cannot take and you cannot take the second dose anymore of the vaccine pag nag-anaphylactic shock ka. However, may protocol na ngayon that when that happens, after you get vaccinated, you can uh, take uh, yung mga... Ano, mga cetirizine, mga, uh, yung mga anti-allergies na gamot. But then if it doesn't work, tuturokan ka na ng epinephrine. Kaya that's why we recommend after you get in the first dose and nag-anaphylaxis ka, you see your doctor. They will monitor you. So so such that pagka, when you get your own, um, you get your the second vaccine, um, alam mo nang there's a potential na mangyari ulit sa'yo. Mag-react pa rin yung katawan. Yes. Uh, also, that's what you call it. Because I actually heard of people, na, not just COVID vaccine, but vaccines in general. Na, 
sometimes when they get it, they experience like they faint and things like that. So that pala is anaphylaxis, yes, right? Yes. Oh, okay. Anaphylaxis. Okay. okay. Yes, Understood. So reaction yun sa reaction ng body yun to fight off all the unwanted uh, whatever in our body. Yung unwanted. Yeah. Understood. All right. So the next one is uh, sorry, guys. Not the topic seems a bit long and it's stuff. Okay. But um, because you know, there's a thing about this whole new variants coming in. There's like P three or P. Sorry, what's the P one called? P three, ba? P two. The, the P variant. P one. P one. Okay. Yeah. Sorry, I, I've been making sequels already. Apparently. So P one. Uh, South Africa. There's a British one, if yes. I'm not mistaken. So for regular people like me, no, non-medical professionals. Do we still have to, I mean, is it still the normal protocol we're in, you know, just wash your hands, wear a face mask, wear a face shield? I mean, there's no other, like, dug-dug protocol for us to do to help prevent us to get those variants? Um, wala naman so far right now. It's just a, the same. Usual but then. Like, like, like what you said, wash your hands, boost your immune system, um, <laughs> take in vitamins, um, and yung iba kasi, may ibang way of uh, boosting boosting their own, their own immune system. Umiinom na whatever. What, like I said, um, whatever works for you, as long as you don't experience any side effects of whatever you're taking, go. Go. Pero the same protocol okay. applies the same protocol applies to all the variants. Face mask, face shield, wash your hands, take a bath when you get home, uh, remove your clothes, uh, hospital or wherever that is uh, COVID, uh, COVID high risk places. Yeah. So same plan. Okay. So we have this other question from Cello Lopez. I hope I'm pronouncing your name right. So which, our question is, my 84-year-old grandma doesn't want to be vaccinated. Uh, if all of us got vaccines, will she be safe since we are all vaccinated? I guess this is the question about herd immunity in a way. So how would yeah. you answer that, Doc, for this person? Actually, there's, yeah, there's a herd immunity. We all wanted everyone to get vaccinated. Eh. Pero ito pa rin ang risk. If your grandma doesn't get it, Pwede siyang mahawa. Because since, for example, um, like, like diba, ang, claim ng, ang claim kasi ng vaccine is, yes, we will protect you, pero you can still get it in a milder case. Hmm. So when you come home, you have a mild case, and then wala kang experience and then you talk to your grandmother who's an 84-year-old with comorbids, may diabetes, may high blood, or whatever, yun ang magiging risk na makukuha ng um, grandmother. So, kaya nga, lahat dapat tayo vaccinated. Kung hindi man, well, kung hindi man siya ayaw niya magpa-vaccinate, eh, from na, every now and then, before you go to your to your grandmother, you take the, you, you have yourself done the RT-PCR para pagpunta ka doon, alam mong wala kang COVID. Negative. Negative. Okay. So the next part, and I'm not sure if it's, I would know the answer to this as well. So there are many different kinds of tests that people can do to find out if they're COVID positive or COVID negative, right? There's the classical swab test. Yes. And I think the two major ones are the swab test, the one in your nose and the one in your mouth, and the rapid test, which is like they prick you in the finger, right? Yes. So I, I could be wrong because I always take the swab test even if it's more expensive. I never take the rapid just because I'm afraid of blood. 
That's one. And two, I'm afraid of needles. But anyway, uh, first question is, is the rapid test accurate or not, generally speaking? Um, there's, a, there's a consensus right now of the Department of Health that when you are a healthcare worker and when you are a frontliner and you're exposed every day to COVID patients, you can get already, even if you are asymptomatic, you can do the RT-PC, uh, sorry, the rapid, rapid antigen, rapid rapid antigen test. Kasi nga, ang high risk ng exposure mo to sa mga positive patients because of your work. So it can turn out positive with a rapid antigen. However, if negative siya sa rapid antigen and frontliner ka, you need to get an RT-PCR for confirmatory. And then, kung ayaw mo naman ng RT-PCR, kung positive ka sa, uh, so, so yeah, positive ka sa rapid antigen, iaano ka na talaga, kwa-quarantine ka already. But, even if this is negative, ang, ang rapid antigen mo, and then, pwede kang mag-RT-PCR. When you're experiencing yun, yung symptoms. Yun, yung experience symptoms. Pero kung halimbawa, ayaw mo ulit magpa-RT-PCR kasi negative ka dito sa rapid antigen and frontliner ka, uh, kailangan mong mag-quarantine pa rin. So in short, okay. quarantine, even if negative or positive sa RT-PCR, as long as you are exposed to a COVID uh, patient. For the lay people, yung mga normal na, 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 na people na hindi exposed sa COVID, hindi siya uh, recommended ang, ang rapid antigen. Marami false positive. Ibig sabihin, positive ka nga, pero negative ka pala. Positive ka sa test, pero negative ka pala talaga. Why is that though? Why is the rapid test not that accurate compared to the, you know, the RT-PCR one? Kasi it, it's from the blood eh. Hindi mo talaga siya maititrace agad. Because that's why COVID stays in the lungs, di ba? They stay in the lung. So they stay in our nasopharyngeal area, pati sa nose, sa mouth. So um, yun ang pinaka-best form ng RT-PCR talaga. Ang, ang, ang rapid is just, it, um, hindi, siya, hindi siya 100% effective, especially for, for non-frontliners. Uh, Okay, so basically, rapid test is basically for more of the frontliners. If you're a regular person, a non-medical person, do the regular swab test. That, that's yes. your advice. Pero, like me, I issue medical certificates to people who are uh, who want the rapid antigen only. Because you'll have to look kung talagang may exposure yan. You'll have to ask, especially hindi lang yung, sige, I'll, make, I'll, I'll, I'll do... Uh, I'll make you do the rapid antigen. Pero tatatangin mo sila, exposed ka ba? Where did you come from? Sino kasama mo sa bahay? Do you have any signs and symptoms? That will come into play also. So maraming factors eh. Okay. Understood. Alright. Now that, that's good to hear because there's been a lot of questions about is rapid test useful and things like that. And I and thank you for explaining that, you know, rapid test and is best for rapid Maraming kumikita yeah, one, yeah. I think yung price is one two to one four antigen lang. Yes, antigen. Crazy. I think at the start of the pandemic, uh, swab test was like five thousand, right? Or if yes, not tama, tama. Until now, pero oh, meron until pa, now. pero merong mga um kagaya ng mga 
uh, Children Hospital or PGH, mayroon silang mga less than 1,000. Kaso talagang pila. Hindi ka maka, ma, hindi nila ma-accommodate yung sobrang dami ng patients. Yeah, because it's, it's cheap eh, compared to other places. So, you know, most people would go for that one. Okay, so for this part of the episode, no, since we're in the latter part, of my next question is to Isai. So Isai, since you know, you're really, you know, since you're a nurse and you're the one who's really exposed longer to patients who are um, COVID positive, what is the number one struggle for you in terms of trying to stay mentally and physically healthy in these kinds of, you know, trying times? Um, before, nung bago pa yung COVID, takot talaga ako. As in, nagsasabi ako sa mama ko, minsan umiiyak pa ako. <laughs> pero ano, pero so hanggang sa pagtagal, parang naka, ano ka na, naka-adjust ka na. Tapos, ang nakakapagpaano din sa akin kasi, minsan bago ko mag-duty, or after ng duty ko, nagpe-pray ako. Lalo na pag magpapaswab ako. Yung, yung pray ko kasi is parang sana negative ako para hindi ko mahawa yung mga kapatid ko or yung mga lola ko, ganyan. Wow. No, but, you know, that's just, well, that's just amazing that, you know, you're able to, to still, you know, be here, be fine, you know, even all of those kinds of struggles. How about you, um Dr. Green? What's your, what's your number one struggle? I mean, of course, minus when you got positive, but, you know, as a, Well, no, no, yeah, oh, ang, ang number one struggle namin, especially, actually, pareho naman kami ni Isay. Our number one struggle is to come home to our family and to get them infected. Yun ang, yun ang parang you cannot forgive yourself for doing that. Eh. Kaya nga, nga, we are in the healthcare worker to, to help people and yet, pag-uwi mo ng bahay, ikaw makakatransmit sa kanila. That's the hardest part of COVID right now kasi we don't know eh. Kasi kami, minsan, syempre, we know malakas ang immune system. Pero pag uwi namin sa bahay, na numimiss na namin ang family namin, syempre, you just can't um, hide na gusto mong ihag sila. Minsan talagang lalapit ang kids sa'yo. So, so, uh, sorry, Doc. Sige, Doc. Sige, Doc. Feeling ko din ano eh, yung, yung guilt na, sa amin yun eh, kung kunwari, uh, umuwi kami, then na-infect namin sila, nasa amin yung guilt nun dahil kami yung nagdala sa kanila. So as uh, minsan kahit gusto gusto mo silang makita, uh, talagang kailangan mong mag-sacrifice na magstay ka muna dun sa facility. Yes. Tama 'yun. 'Yun ang pinaka-struggle ng namin lahat. It's not actually it's not the workload anymore. Eh. Kasi yung workload sa hospital with COVID patients, um madali lang 'yan eh. After duty, you rest, you sleep. Diba? You can sleep and rest. Okay na yan eh. The next day, pwede na ulit. Drink a cup of coffee or whatever makes you strong. Okay na yan. Pero yung pag-uwi mo ng bahay or may, may friend or may asawa ka or, or, or family member na na-infect. Ano yun eh? Guilt mo yun eh. <laughs> Guilt mo yun. Kasi parang alam mong hindi ka nag-ingat. You, you would have thought, uh, may isip mo na was there something that I missed? Uh, may, may nagawa ba ako sa hospital na tinanggal ko agad yung mga ganyan. So, it will, it's a mind-boggling ano, uh, experience if ever that happens. So far, and uh, for us, and, uh, you know, thank God na wala pa naman sa amin. Sa amin. Meron That's pa good. akong i-share sa'yo, Pao. Yeah. Kasi during nung, uh, last year, nag-duty ako. 
Um, nagkaroon ako ng pimple dito. Somewhere okay. sa area Eyebrow. na ito. Tapos, syempre, pag nag-duty ka, naka-PPE ka, yung face shield, tumatama sa area na yan. So, na-infect nang na-infect yung pimple hanggang sa lumaki siya, parang naging cellulitis. Although, hindi ako nilalagnat na magayong area ko na to. Tapos, sabi ng in-advise ako ng mga doktor na magpa-admit na ako. And then, yung yung malaki na pimple dyan, parang ooperahan nila. Eh, syempre, COVID times yon Sobrang takot ka syempre na uh, magpapunta ng relative mo sa hospital. So, nung na-admit ako, never ako nagpapunta ng kamag-anak. Yung kumakain ako, naliligo ako, mag-isa lang, ganun. Yun yung parang ano mo na... Kailangan maging strong ka, mag-isa ka lang na na-hospitalize. Yeah. Crazy. Crazy. <laughs> okay, so um, the next part is, sorry, someone has a quick message to you, Doc. Um, diba, Doc, may rapid antigen swab test din? Yes, yes. Meron. Yung rapid antigen swab na nilalagay sa both ilong uh, and then dinidip lang dun sa solution. Para siyang antigen din siya. It's the same purpose. It's an antigen swab. Also. And it's as accurate as well. well it's, it's also very accurate. As the one with the, it's a little ac- more accurate than the, swab, than the antigen, Rapid. the regular antigen yeah. through the prick. Pero it is less uh, than the rapid antigen. Ang pinaka number one um, uh, test is the, uh, sorry, the RT-PCR. The That's RT-PCR the gold Yung rapid antigen, siguro, kung ito yung uh, antigen, may rapid antigen swab, and then the, the, the pinakadulo is the RT-PCR. That's the gold standard. Yes, all right. Standard. Um, the next one, Doc, sorry, this is more about the vaccine side. So all vaccines, if I'm not mistaken, or 94% of them have two doses, right? So let's talk about um, Astra and Sinovac, since they're the only ones here in the Philippines so far. Um, so here's my question. Are both shots or both doses the exact same thing? Or is the second dose a bit different than the first dose? It is just the second dose, like the usual uh, vaccines that we have formerly, yung may mga booster, it just boosts it. Binuboost lang niya. So kaya nga we have a second dose kasi nga hindi pa, uh, yung first dose will be it's not an experiment. Sorry. It will just try to um, fight it off. Parang yung, 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 yung antibodies mo sa katamang will try to strengthen and then it will fight off the drug. So ang, 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 yung second vaccine will boost it para lumakas lalo yung antibody mo at ma-fight off mo lalo yung uh, COVID. Okay. So here's my question now. So let's say, for example, um, the vaccines come in a box, right? And let's say yes. the box is two vials. Yes. Um, because the, all vaccines, yata, the second dose has to come after a month, right? Of yes. The first dose. Yes. So month, if I'm a, yeah, around a month. So let's say um, I'm a clinic and let's say you and SI come in because you want to get your vaccine. Could I vaccinate you? Tapos the second vial sa box, could I give that to SI as well? Is that okay? Or do I have to... Okay, so I don't need to... It's not... Sorry. The question's more on... Um, first, so the I give you the first dose. I don't need to keep the second dose and wait for you after a month. I can give it to someone else, Muna. Then yeah, open a fresh box. Uh, the, what, what comes, what, what comes uh, to the Philippines as a donation is 
yung lahat ng vaccine na yun, pare-pareho lang siya. Um, okay. So, ang problema kasi is the storage. Eh. The storage of... Um, nag-expire kasi ang mga vaccines. Yeah. So, lalo na pag they're not, they're not maintained on a certain level of... Um, coolness. Yeah. Coolness, yeah. Sorry. So, kailangan yun. Kung dumating lahat siya, ubusin mo na agad lahat siya for, to people na nandyan na. Then the second vaccine will come. Yun, yun. Pare-pareho din Ah, so that so that's like your second dose, na then. Yes, so it doesn't the first dose and the second dose, no difference. Yes, it doesn't necessarily mean that since dalawa yung dumating at the same time, kita tago kung muna yung isa. I will keep yeah. it first for to hold for a month. Magi-expire yun. So pag nag-expire yun, sayang naman yun. Bigay mo na, bigay well, mo na sana kay isa. Although kung sa sa lalagyan ng gamot, may nakalagay na expired until ganyan. Once kasi na nabuksan mo yung gamot. Ano lang siya eh, good for 30 days lang siya nag-expire talaga siya eh. Yes. So, yun. So, mga gamot talaga, all, all, especially these uh, vaccines, merong, ano, merong uh, uh, time na pwede mong i-hold lang siya. Sorry, I'm, I'm, I'm a, I was a bit um, shell-shocked with isay some statement because there's so many times na I didn't finish my medicine on time. Well, not really medicine. It's just more of like vitamins and I didn't know pala. Yeah, anyway, it's okay. Applicable siya sa mga vials. Oh, okay, okay. Not sa mga... Vials na medication. Okay, okay. Pagbukas mo ng can... Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's all the thing. Ready, oh, oh. Hindi yun. It all is okay, the same okay. lang. Makikita mo lang sa ilalim ng mga. Okay. okay. <laughs> Sorry. It all applies to vials. I think you guys saw my face as you know, war flashbacks of all, all right. the times. Na. Okay. Yeah. All right. Um, another question from... No, but thank you for that information, doctor. No? At least now everyone knows that you know, people don't just keep the vial and wait for you. It's just It's always given, which is good. You know, the more people who get vaccinated, the better. Um, so the next question from Chelo Lopez is, how long do you think, as a medical expert, you and Isai, this pandemic would last, the, the current pandemic? Um, Whoa, maybe okay. you can start with Doc Muna. Sorry, but this pandemic will stay here for a long time. I don't I don't mean next year, two years, three years, mawala na yan. It eventually will become, and I believe, uh, it will become a common goal in the future. Nisipun ka. Mag-isolate ka na lang. Ganun na lang yun. May sipon ka, may mag-isolate, may ubo ka, mag-isolate ka na lang. Yun na nga lang ang, ang bago ngayon. That will be the new thing. Kasi not like before, may, may ubo, may sipon ka. Oh, hindi. Just leave it off the night. Okay na yan. Tomorrow, okay na yan. Ngayon, what will happen, and it will go on for years, pag may ubo ka, sipon, mag-quarantine ka muna na 14 days. Even if we say we have a vaccine, kasi imagine, sorry ah, imagine polio polio vaccine. Meron tayong polio vaccines before, di ba? That sinasabi nila, according to experts, na-eradicate na ang polio. Yeah. Because of the vaccine. But why do we have it? One is because maraming taong ayaw magpa-vaccinate. So, I don't think all the people in this world will be, will, uh, will go uh, have themselves vaccinated. That's for one. So, yun ang risk na pwedeng mahawa yung iba, iikot lang siya, iikot. And then, second is, syempre, yung paano tayo, how we, how, how we handle ourselves every day. 
Uh, Kikipag-usap sa iba. Kasi imagine, di ba, MC, MECQ na. Kita mo, lahat ng taos, everyone's out again. Bukas na naman yung mall. Um, may alfresco dining, pero ang dami nila sa table. So, it has to start with with all of us. That's what I, I, I believe. But it will go on for years. Okay, well, that's a very bleak future from Dr. Green. Uh, how about you, Isai? Well, how long do you think this would last? Uh, yun, ganun din sa, ano, sa sinabi ni Doc. Kasi kagaya ngayon, madami talaga makikita ka sa labas na um, nagkukumpulan. Although may mask sila, nandito sa leeg nila. Alam mo yun, minsan pagka ganun, syempre bilang healthcare worker ka, parang responsibility mo yung, ano, yung welfare ng mga tao. Parang minsan gusto ko nang manaway na, pakisuot po ng mga mask, yung parang ano ka na, pulis ka na, parang gano'n. Tapos, minsan parang gaya nun, sakay kami ng ambulance. Wala namang pasyente yung ambulance. Pero parang pabalik kami sa hospital, madadaanan may mga tao, tatlo sila sa motor, nakasakay mga walang mask. Minsan gusto kong gamitin yung radyo ng ambulance na, na pag hindi po kayo nagmask, isasakay po namin kayo sa ambulance. Gusto kong lukohin na gano'n. Para lang ba maging matuto sila? Yes. Mat- masyadong matigas ang ulo ng mga Pilipino kaya hindi talaga nababawasan yung bilang ng COVID na cases dito sa atin eh. Pero kung, kung susunod lang talaga na lahat Magba- sa bahay lang kung wala ka naman talaga importante yung gagawin sa labas na paglalabas ka nakamask ka talaga nakafacial ka lagi kang maghandwash ganyan siguro mga mababawasan yung years na kailangan nating bunuin bunuin sa amin kasi dun sa may sa may ano sa may dialysis area namin uh, most of our, our dialysis patients may kasamang ano yan may kasama may kasamang uh, relative na nakamask lang even if ano risk na nila yon that they get infected pero kasama nila to take care of the patient ang problema ma minsan yung mga bantay doon na hindi namin alam na positive minsan lumalabas doon sa may tricycle area bumibili ng pagkain bumibili ng ng chips kasi imagine them staying in babantay for four hours, hours. Yeah. di ba eh lalabas yan pag lumabas yun, pwede siya na maka-infect doon. Yung mga sense oh. ng ganun. Kaya medyo hindi until when pero i-protect natin sarili natin. Yeah, Saka additional ko lang pao. Sana doon sa mga tao na alam nilang infected sila. Sana uh, maging considerate sila sa ibang tao na alam nilang infected sila, mag-isolate talaga sila. Kasi yung iba, wala silang pakialam, dire-diretso lang, parang normal na pamumuhay lang. Eh, talagang dadami ng dadami yung cases or ma-infect nila. Sana isipin din nila na paano kung yung kamag-anak ko yung susunod, parang ganyan. Yeah. A funny story, a funny story if I may say, ah. Sure. So, naman natin to ng live. I have a patient, I don't want to mention the name, syempre, Okay, minto me because meron siyang um, may lumalabas sa penis, penal area niya. Sorry for the term, but you know, imagine uh, itong mga taon to, pinagbabawalan na nga lumabas, but yet they interact with other people they don't know. You know how you know what I'm saying about interactions, di ba? Nagpagamot sa akin. So sinabi ko, bakit ka lumalabas? Kasi po, Doc, eh, hindi ko na kaya sa loob ng bahay. I really need to get it. 
So, yung mga ganong uh, thinking, yan ang maraano sa atin. Uh, tatagal, tatagal talaga. Yeah. Yeah, so you guys mentioned that, you know, it may be like a common cold in the future. Don't you think that there would be medicine for it though? Instead of us yes. just having to quarantine or something like that? Yes, there will be. Eventually, there will be. And remember, and if I may say that in order for a drug to be out in the market, it takes two to three years. Two to three years of studies. Para yung clinical trials, yung mga ganyan, para malabas sa, 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 ano, sa market. I hope it doesn't turn out to be like an HIV thing. Kasi HIV until now, di ba? Ang HIV, wala pa rin oh, yeah. tayong yeah. definite na vaccine for that. Pero marami tayong... Or a de- medicines. Yes. Medicine. Yeah, yeah. yes, di ba? Pero since this is mostly a virus, makaka-develop tayo ng, ng, ng vaccine eventually dyan. Oh, sorry. Is HIV not a virus? No, sorry. This is in a sense na in a virus na mas mabilis siyang kumalat. Kasi ang HIV ah, okay, is more okay. of, di ba? More of a sexual... Yeah. Ano, this one kasi, I could just be a normal... I mean, yes. I could not be doing anything. And, yeah, yes. yes, I get what you mean. So, yun. Yun yung alin natin dyan. Stand. Yeah, so to answer your uh, question, Cello Lopez, it's gonna be a while. <laughs> <laughs> and just protect, uh, protect yourself all the time. Yeah. Okay, so we're in the latter part of the episode now, and we're gonna get to our last round of questions. How, but before we do that, how are you guys so far? Are you guys okay with this length of an episode and all? Well, we're good. Yeah, we're good. Okay, we, just uh, making sure. We do our daily life, uh, our daily routine every day. Kung, di ba? Go to work, help other people. Sa akin naman kasi, um, especially na ang daming walang trabaho, di ba? Yeah. So thankful pa rin kami nila Isay and the rest of our team sa dialysis and the rest of the frontliners na may trabaho kami. Yun din naman talaga yung being thankful for us. Kasi marami din nakakaawa dyan na wala nang trabaho, hindi makapagtrabaho, pero and then walang pera. That's the hardest part yes. of the reality of everything now. So, pero, if you really want to work, uh, may paraan ka, kaya, kaya yun eh. Tsaka siguro, para lang makagaan din sa loob mo, yung pag-treat namin sa patient, hindi lang sila basta patient, parang, ang tingin namin sila, sa kanila, paano if yun yung member, na, uh, member ng family namin. So, hindi mabigat sa feeling mo kasi parang kung family ang turing mo sa kanila um, gagawin mo talaga yung best mo para maibigay yung ano yung care na dapat That's a good thing. Okay, so for one last time I'd like to thank our sponsors for the episode. So thank you again to Koei Blends. Uh, so if you guys want to try organically produced and sourced uh, coffee from Filipino farmers go to Koei Blends. Uh, to Swagat Indian Cuisine. If you want really good Indian food on the go, go to swagat.com. And to Shawana Shawarma, uh, just support local businesses, guys. So I guess my last question for the two of you is, what would be your message to you know the Filipino people in general about everything? Because you know the thing about frontliners, and I'm very happy that I mean it's unfortunate that it only took it took a pandemic for people to really appreciate you know nurses and doctors more. But what would be your one message to people right now about this whole fiasco, this whole pandemic? And let's start with um, Isai this time. Can I also have a message to the government? 
No. Kasi yung, <laughs> hindi, kasi before, di ba, lumabas yung, ano, yung binaban yung mga nurses? Yeah. So, sana, um, kung papahalagahan talaga nila yung mga healthcare worker, hindi lang yung, ano, pati yung mga pangangailangan namin ng mga PPE, ganyan, to protect um, ourselves and also our patients. At least, na-appreciate yung mga nurse dito. Hindi na nila kailangan pang umalis ng bansa. Ganon. And para naman sa mga Pilipino, uh, please lang talaga, <laughs> uh, maging, ano, maging aware tayo sa safety natin at ng mga kasama natin. Kung wag, wag, hindi, yung kumahirap magmask sa kanila, what more para sa mga... Um, healthcare workers, di ba? Na nagtitiis ng ilang oras na mismong face-to-face kaharap namin yung mga COVID-positive patients. So, kung ayaw nilang ma-end up sa hospital, kasi mga hospital ngayon, sobra puno na, hindi na nila yeah. ma-accommodate. Uh, emergency pa lang, nagsasara na, kasi talagang puno na, wala nang bakante. So, Huwag natin hintayin na uh, dumating sa point na wala nang mapagdalhang hospital kasi puno na lahat. At doon na lang tayo sa bahay maghihintay ko anong mangyayari sa atin. Sana maging aware tayo na kung kaya nating agapan sa pamamagitan ng paghuhugas ng kamay, pag-wear ng mga face, face shield, face mask, gawin natin kasi yun yung responsibility natin as mamamayan Pilipino. Right, that's a good message. Thank you, Isai. How about you, Doctor? Akin naman, um, well, this is a trying times talaga, itong COVID. Protect na lang talaga yourself all the time. Don't uh, be off guard. Sabihin na uh, kahit simple pagbaba ng mask in public, uh, you have to be cautious. Uh, wash your hands, the same. Uh, and boost your immune system. And think of other people also who are not uh, uh, together. We are all in this together, because eh? it doesn't take one person to cure everything. Eh? It takes the all of it takes all of us to to be able to fight this COVID. So do your part. That's it. Great, thank you again, guys. Um, do you guys have any plugins you'd want to do? You know, do you, do you want to say hi to anyone? Uh, how about we start with you again, Esai? Shout out daw din sa boyfriend ko na nanonood si Carl Luis Cancino. And sa uh, <laughs> <so> mga friends <laughs> ko, uh, yung friend ko sa UK si Mara. Ayun. And mga okay. friends ko from friends ko from Manila Adventist uh, Hospital and also sa uh, Korean Philippine extension dialysis extension clinic all right how about you on doctor ako wala naman akong papa thank you pero thank the lord na all of us are safe yun lang naman um, just pray every day okay thank you again guys no i mean i know you two are probably exhausted from you know your rounds and etc but thank you again for you know making time for us for this podcast you know to talk to our viewers you know give them all the best advice about your experiences your struggles and what we could do going forward thank you again so much uh to our viewers thank you again for watching uh iglap will be next week we'll be back next week with another episode but i would like to thank again you know to thank isai and dr green
And I'd like to thank all our frontliners, especially our medical frontliners, for really being in the front lines in fighting this pandemic for all of us. So thank you again, everyone, and keep safe. And yeah, all right. Bye, everyone. Thank you so much. Thank you, Paul. Thank you.